0: Welcome to the Self Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Are you in a place where your mental health is quite challenging for you right now? Well, today we're going to cover some areas to help with this. Welcome to the Self Esteem and Confidence Mindset Podcast with me, Johnny Pardo, here to help you take control. Of your self-esteem and confidence, I've shared stories before. But prior to 2019, my mental health used to be up and down like a yo-yo. It's a bit weird uh, that 2000, well, late 2019, mid 2019, twenty 2020, 2021. It seemed to get better. Obviously, up and down uh, sometimes because I'm human. We all experience emotion. But it's a bit weird that it was um, COVID when it seemed to get better. But I'll explain why. It's because I I used that time to really understand who I was and what I wanted in life. And I invested so much time, money and energy into my personal growth, even more than I was doing, to really, really improve and feel as good as possible, especially working on my self-esteem and confidence. And that's why I create content like this to really share because I know it's such a challenge for other people and we're in mental health month so that's why I decided to focus on some mental health tips today. But I remember drinking heavily and I become anxious or feel down afterwards and it was led from being anxious or down And but I'd love the social occasion as well and it's good to have social occasions but not too much. But my Poor self-esteem kind of thought I didn't have much worth in life and I wasn't going to, I knew I knew I had ambitions, but I was really constantly attacking myself because I was trying to hit really, really super high standards and anything that didn't hit that I'd criticise and get on my own back. But as a result, I grew into a developing coach, podcaster and author, particularly in the area of personal growth, that I'm so passionate about and love learning and I love implementing and I love teaching. And all the tools and techniques that are constantly applied, notice, notice I said constantly, it's not a one-off, your self-esteem, your confidence, your mental health, a constant habits you need to be on top of. I really started to grow from doing all of that. Now, why do I think mental health is a particular challenge today, in my opinion? Now, it's good that it's been talked about. It's obviously not good when people have mental health challenges. It's good that it's been talked about, but in today's world, we're constantly triggered by external forces. So biggest example recently is the pandemic the coronavirus situation. There's constantly news and things about it to alarm us. But even before that, there's many, many things. There's things on social media you can see, there's the news, there's the media, there's lots and lots of people around. Technology allows us to connect with it with each other, which is great, but it can also trigger us. So if you are not constantly working on internally feeling good about yourself and your mental health, you are going to be in trouble. There are too many triggers. You you can avoid the triggers, but of these external things that can knock you off balance and make you not feel as good. But if you're not constantly working yourself, you are going to be in trouble or you are not going to feel as great as you can do. And this was certainly something I realised as I went through and started trying things as much as possible. Things on the outside wouldn't affect me as much. Exter- wouldn't, hang on, let me say that again. Things on the outside wouldn't affect me internally as much so that's an example there i just stumbled on what i said i would used to be on a case where i'd be like oh, i've got to be amazing i was going to use the word perfect but perfect doesn't exist that's just a made-up thing people people say to hide fear but yeah i used to be in the case where you i i wouldn't even allow myself to slip up i'd be like "Oh, i've got to record the whole thing again but now You know, I know I'm going to give value, I know who I am, and I'm just sharing my views. And as a result, it creates help for people, and people say that, and they appreciate it. Because I constantly work on myself and understand my own value, it helps, and constantly work on my own mental health so I can feel good internally, it makes a massive, massive difference. And it makes a difference to other people around me. If you're not working on your mental health and your self-esteem, in a way, it's selfish because you're not going to be the best version to others around you. Now, I'm not saying it's selfish to have bad, bad mental health or bad self-esteem because many things can affect us and it can be really hard. But if you're not making an effort to work on yourself and change yourself and you just think it's OK to accept where you are and keep a negative impact on other people, which I don't think it's you because you're listening to this, then Nothing's going to change and you're going to have a negative impact on other people or not making a positive change in the world you could be because you're working your self esteem and your mental health. So let's go into some tips for how you can work on yourself even more. Because if you're listening today, I don't obviously know where exactly you are with your mental health. I hope you're as happy as possible and you're enjoying life, but that may not be the case. But I just want to give some tips because I've learned lots of tools, lots of strategies that have helped me and I'm always sharing this. And remember, it's got to be relevant for you. But here are my tips. The first point is your emotions are determined by your focus and your focus is determined by your questions. The question, oh, why is today being rubbish or oh, what's going to go wrong today? It's a completely different couple of questions than, what can I get excited about today? What is going amazing in life right now? Notice the difference. You probably did. What are the answers going to be for those questions? So, the first one's probably going to be our oh, life sucks, life's horrible, oh, I hate my life, or oh, things are miserable, nothing's good. And then the second two questions I said were, What's a mate are going to look at answers like? Ah, oh, I, I get to wake up every day. Oh, I've got a beautiful house. I've got a beautiful flat. I've got great friends. I've got great family. I've I've got. I get to eat today, or I get to learn today. I get to grow today. I've got. I've just. I'm blessed with what I've got in life. Notice the different answers we had there. Now the answers are going to be completely different for other people, but the way you're speaking to yourself and asking your questions every single day are going to influence how you feel. And immediately, if someone says, oh, I've been down for a long while, I can tell the kind of questions they've been asking themselves. It's probably like, what's wrong? What's going to go wrong next? So therefore, look at the questions you're asking yourself. That's my first tip. The second point is your nutrition. I bang on about this so much. And I've had a recent experience of it. I'm always discovering stuff about myself. And we'll do that for the rest of our lives and that's why self-awareness is so important to understand what makes you feel good and what doesn't make you feel so good but within my nutrition specifically this has been really really key recently what I've learned and I I decided to quit coffee for a week and I was knackered I was a little bit anxious a little bit more stressed because of the withdrawal and then I got back on the coffee and I realized sometimes when I have too much coffee, how anxious, how triggered I am. But when I had like a cup in the morning and left it at that, I felt a lot better. I felt good. And also with eating food, when when I have a large amount of sugars, when I say sugar, I'm talking about fruits or porridge or something like that straight after I finish fasting, I crash, I get exhausted. I don't have the energy as much as I could do. And also, I've noticed when I've had processed sugars, even as a vegan, you can have processed sugars. You have things like vegan chocolate or whatever, and a large amount of that. I will not be able to focus. I will not be able to concentrate. I will feel a bit more stressed, a bit more anxious. And that's because what I'm eating is not good for me. Your nutrition is more than just your physical body. Yes, it impacts how you are physically. Uh, with your energy with your body shape and your diet i think most people know that but mentally it makes a massive difference do not underestimate what eating simple foods can do to your to your mental health now fasting can be really really good in one respect and it's actually up to you what you use you don't have to fast but fasting for me when i i haven't eaten today and i'm still full of energy um so very much full of energy and That's because my body's not having to digest like too much food. Now, when I come off the fast, it's important that I eat things like nuts or fats or proteins because it doesn't suddenly spike my blood sugar levels too high. And then they immediately crash down. Um, I won't give you too much of a biology lesson here. But what we eat is really, really key. And just if you want to discover what it is for you, we've all got different allergies. We've all got different sensitivities things like that so start to notice it start to notice oh i've had a bit of a mood slump now oh and don't just think oh that's that's normal that's a standard for me notice what you've eaten because that can make a big difference to you the third point is the way you talk to yourself this is such a simple point but something people neglect and so many people don't talk to themselves well you need to start having good conversations with you you need to start saying nice things to you Okay, so you need to start praising yourself. Start praising yourself for any small things and do it at least three times a day. Wake up every day, tell yourself you love yourself because that's going to make a big difference to how you feel because you've got that good relationship with yourself. The fourth point is having that conversation with yourself. So it's different from this one, but it's asking yourself questions. Asking yourself questions like, okay, how are we going to work through this? How are we going to be okay? what do i need to do what do i need to do to relax what do i need to do to enjoy my life when you start having those conversations you're going to you're going to understand what you need and be able to cater for yourself more so think about like if you i don't know if you've got a i haven't got any kids but you might have kids you might have a younger sibling you might have someone you're very close to think about how you would talk to them ask you would ask them how are you feeling what what you need and you really start to look after them you might not say those exact words but in different form words but start saying having those good conversations with yourself and then my final point is your physiology the way you move can determine how you feel and the classic example of this is the power pose which shown which shows that when you stand in a power pose and Google it, um, there's a great TED talk by Amy Cuddy on this as well, that if you stand in the power pose for two minutes, your levels of testosterone rise, and then your levels of cortisol or stress hormone reduce, whether you're male or female. And that can change how you feel. And there's many great books on your body language. But if you change your body language, if you practice... Walking up straight, you practice even smiling. Smiling produces endorphins, feel good hormones in the body, even when you don't feel like it. So, start changing your body language, your physiology, because that can determine how you feel as well. So, you need to start changing your habit and the way you start acting in order to change your thinking and how you feel. You can change your thoughts, but also change your actions is it hard to make some adjustments in life sometimes yes but what's harder I'll tell you what's harder going through life miserable so choose your hard would you rather to check make some small changes in your habits and become a bit aware of them make a little bit more time in your week to understand what's making it all day to make you feel good or bad or do you just want to continue going through miserable start becoming super self-aware start trying some of the things I've said start trying things and seeing what's working for you. The best thing to do is have conversations with someone and talk about how you're feeling, whether that's a coach, which I highly encourage, I'm a coach myself, whether it's a therapist, whether it's a friend or family member. Now, I, I've i shared that I used to struggle with this. I, I wasn't paying attention to my habits. I was just going on autopilot mode when I wasn't paying attention to what I was doing or the bad things I was doing to myself. And like eating too much sugar or not exercising enough and things like that. And that's why. And guess what? I'm human. I have the odd day where perhaps I don't feel as good, but then it's really important in those moments I notice what I'm doing. What are my habits and how can I adjust them? What am I doing? So your action for today is I want you for a week to get up in the morning Hopefully you get up in the morning and then you look in the mirror and you say to yourself your name and I love you. So, for example, I'd say, Johnny, I love you. Look at yourself deeply in the eyes. And just do that every single morning. Don't dismiss this exercise. Again, if you don't start doing these little changes, it will, your life will not change. So I want you to do that for a week. Do not dismiss this exercise. Do not just go past this and think, oh, I'm really inspired. I might start implementing that in the future. No, do it straight away. Do the exercise straight away. It's going to take you like 10 seconds. And then I want you to do it every single day. Just look at yourself with meaning. Okay, 30 seconds. Look at you. It's only 20 seconds difference. But keep looking at yourself in the mirror every single morning, twice a day if you can. Well, as many times in a day, but I'm going to give you a minimum of, I'm gonna give you a minimum of once a day. Just look at yourself in the mirror and say, your name, I love you, okay? Now, if you want a little bit more on how you can reduce your negative self-talk and increase your self-confidence, then if you click in the description, well, if you click in the link in the description below, I have more resources, free resources available for you. So just click that and you'll be able to get a short my short ebook on how you can reduce your negative self-talk and increase your self-confidence. So click on that now. Thank you so much for listening today. If you've appreciated this, please share this with your friends and family and give this a rating just so we can reach more people together and help them particularly with their mental health in these challenging times. I appreciate you and make that decision to take control of your self-esteem and confidence.